Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, January 3rd. So we may have a battle on the floor, but the battle is for the conference and the country. The brand new 118th Congress started its first day in dramatic and historic fashion today, specifically over the job of House Speaker. Well, you heard House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy sort of gird for battle there. And battle is what he has on his hands as he is in this quest to become the next Speaker of the House. Here was Elise Stefanik, one of his top lieutenants, the Republican congresswoman from New York, in nominating McCarthy for the job. No one, no one in this body has worked harder for this Republican majority than Kevin McCarthy, a proud conservative with a tireless work ethic. Kevin McCarthy has earned the speakership of the People's House. Now, we have already had history made because Kevin McCarthy failed on the first ballot to secure the 218 votes he needed to become Speaker of the House. We have not seen a floor vote for speaker go to multiple rounds for at least 100 years, which means most of us listening to this podcast have never seen it. And, of course, it presents a real headache for the Republican Party. They just emerged victorious in November for the new majority in the House of Representatives and Their very first public image to the American people is one of chaos. Now, it's not like there's a competitor to Kevin McCarthy who is all but poised to sew up the votes and become speaker instead of McCarthy. No, what there is is a pretty committed block of conservatives, representatives of the MAGA wing of the Republican Party, the sort of non-governance wing of the Republican Party, if you will who in a really narrow majority, which is what Republicans have in this new 118th Congress, have the ability to stop McCarthy, potentially, because they only have 222 votes total, Republicans. So Kevin McCarthy cannot afford to lose more than four Republican votes. And obviously he did lose more than that on the first ballot. So what's the alternative? Well, Republican Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona put his name into the ring to be an alternative His colleague from Arizona, Paul Gosar, was the one to formally nominate him on the floor of the House. Washington's broken. We're the last ones to know. Wise person once told me, good process builds good policy, builds good politics. We got to return to that. Now, McCarthy lost in bigger fashion than many of his own allies anticipated on that first vote. 19 Republicans ended up not voting for him. Ten of those Republicans voted for Biggs. Another six voted for Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio, and three other Republicans were collecting votes as well. Obviously, no one of those are close to the 218 needed, which is my point here, that they have enough to stop McCarthy, but not necessarily enough to rally around someone else yet. We will see what happens as these historic multiple rounds of voting take place. At the beginning of the second round of voting, Jim Jordan, the Republican of Ohio, who is a hero to many in the conference who are opposed to McCarthy's leadership, he actually took to the floor to nominate Kevin McCarthy for the second round of voting. 
And he did so in an attempt to urge those who were supporting him in the first round to move their votes over to McCarthy. Here's a little bit of Jordan's speech. The differences we may have, they pale in comparison to the differences between us and the left, which now unfortunately controls the other party. And I think Kevin McCarthy is the right guy to lead us. I really do. or I wouldn't be standing up here giving this speech. But that didn't seem to sway many of Jim Jordan's supporters. In fact, Jim Jordan was collecting more votes in the second round than he had in the first round of voting today. The second ballot came and went, and once again, Kevin McCarthy did not get the 218 votes he needs to become Speaker. Neither did anyone else. So now, as I'm recording this in the 4 p.m. Eastern hour, a third vote is underway in the House of Representatives. And once again, Kevin McCarthy is going to have a battle because Jim Jordan has yet again been nominated as a potential challenger, which is going to create a problematic path for McCarthy to get to 218, even though Jim Jordan doesn't want the job and is supporting McCarthy. One thing is very clear at this point, not who is going to be the next Speaker of the House of Representatives, but McCarthy's supporters and his opponents are currently at a total impasse. Again, it's a picture of chaos, or at least a picture of an undisciplined new Republican majority being presented here. So what is at the core here? What is at this divide? Well, this is not just about Kevin McCarthy, folks. I mean, obviously today is, but this is now a 15-year-long sort of burning civil war inside the Republican Party. And this is just the latest example of it. I mean, we have seen time and again, whether it was over initially bank bailouts and immigration and the formation of the Tea Party and Sarah Palin's candidacy for the vice president and her sort of anti-establishment appeal thereafter. That turned into Donald Trump, who successfully upended the Republican establishment in 2015 and 2016. And we are still seeing a Republican Party that has not settled this dispute. We're now 15 years into this process as the GOP is trying to figure out a way to coalesce on what it is, how does it govern, what does it stand for. And each of these intra-party skirmishes over the years have left scars. And, and today, that is the battle that Kevin McCarthy is facing because it's not sort of normal wheeling and dealing. I'll give you this and I want your vote. No. And it's not I want my policy issue up front. No. The folks that are trying to stop McCarthy, they just want the win. They want to be able to say they defeated McCarthy, who they see as sort of part of the Washington swamp, despite his total allegiance and loyalty to Trump and the Trump wing of the party over these last few years. Listen to Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw earlier today. He is a member of the Freedom Caucus. Listen to his characterization of what's going on here. This handful of members is... Um very clearly looking for notoriety over principle. If you're a narcissist and you believe that your opinion is so much more important than everyone else's, then you'll keep going. And you'll threaten to tear down the team for, for the benefit of the Democrats just because of your own sense of self-importance. And here is Matt Gates of Florida, who is probably the very face of the MAGA wing of the Republican conference, explaining why those who are voting against Kevin McCarthy or who in the quote-unquote never-Kevin group of Republican members, why they are doing this. Those of us who will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy today take no joy in this discomfort that this moment has brought 
But if you want to drain the swamp, you cannot put the biggest alligator in charge of the exercise. So while you may hear a lot about certain rules changes or different processes that they were demanding, making it easier to vacate the chair and get rid of the speaker or looking for particular committee assignments, this is really a battle about a party that is trying to figure out how to be a governing majority party when so much of the currency inside the party right now is about obstruction, non-governance, MAGA media echo chamber fundraising. And so those two factions, they don't seem to share the same goals. And with such a narrow majority, this becomes the major political headache that it is for Kevin McCarthy. And by the way, that's a headache whether he wins the speaker's gavel or does not. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.